This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. And let me give honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head, who is the author and the finisher of all of our faith. Amen. Amen. He's so wonderful and deserves to be praised. So let's give our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on, we can do a little bit better than that. For all of his goodness, for all of his love, all of his mercy, all of his grace, amen. Amen. He deserved to be praised. Amen. God bless you. Well, it's preaching time. I'm going to ask today that you would pray with us and pray for us. Amen. That the, uh, and I'll put it this way. I, I, I don't ask that you pray that I preach. I ask that you pray that the anointing of God, amen, will make a connection. Amen. Because the anointing destroys the yoke. In other words, the barrier that won't let you hear, the, the anointing can break that barrier amen the anger that won't let you tune in he'll break that anger amen the hatred that won't let you I wish I had a witness in here love your neighbor he'll destroy that barrier amen the jealousy that you have with somebody amen you want what they got amen but he'll let you know if I did it for them I can do it for you. Amen. 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 I'm going to ask the brother Keyshawn if you can give me some, some more help up here and then we'll be good and ready to go. Amen. I think I got the right mic, do I? All right. Y'all hear me good. But I need to hear me better. Amen. And I know that may sound funny, but that's the truth. That's what these things are for. See, that I can hear me because I'll, I'll, I'll play off of me. Come on, because y'all might not say amen sometimes. <laughs> I may say something that you don't like and you just. <laughs> but since I heard me right here, I can play off of what I heard right here. Amen. <laughs> so so that, that's why you got to understand that equipment is good. Amen. It won't get mad. I don't care how loud I talk. <laughs> Hello. Amen. Everybody feel all right today? <laughs> Amen. Well, let me tell you, Mount Pleasant, I love you all. Now, you see how long it took y'all to respond back? I heard myself as soon as I said it right now. Amen. <laughs> but let's be in prayer for Deacon Young. And his family, amen, amen. 
You never know what that's like until it happened. Amen. And I don't care how many times it happened, each time have its own problems and own memories. Amen. And so let's pray one for the other because we are family, y'all. Amen. 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 Everybody doing good? Well, it is preaching time. Let me open, and you open your Bibles to Psalm, if you will, 100, if you will. Psalms 100. Amen. Psalms 100. Look at Psalms, if you will, today. Amen. 100. It says these words, make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. It says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves, for we are his people and the sheep of his passion. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. You may be seated. We ask God to add other blessings to the reading, the hearers, but again, especially to the doers of his word. Amen. Look at somebody and tell them, amen, give the Lord thanks. Look at them again and say, giving the Lord thanks. That's what I want to talk to you about today, giving the Lord, amen, thanks. Amen. Not just the turkey that you fried, not just the one that you baked, not that the one that you bought. Amen. It's to give the Lord the thanks. Psalms 24 says it like this, that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and they that what? Dwell therein. In other words, we all belong to the Lord and Paul wrote it in Timothy that for we brought nothing into the world. And certainly we will carry nothing out. Everything that we have has just been long to us. It's just been placed in our stewardship care. How we handle whatever God have blessed you to possess. Just know it is all temporal. The Bible declared there in Amen. Corinthian, Paul's writing once again, amen, said that everything that we see with our natural eyes is temporal. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Amen. But the things that are invisible, they are permanent. What you have to understand, and I'm so glad I happened to get into Sunday school lesson uh, class this morning, and I'll say it like this. I didn't say it in class, but I'll say it here like this. I didn't know I was going to have to say it or was going to say it even here. But that is, since I said what I just said, it caused me to say something else that I'm getting ready to say. I hope you record it because I can't untangle that myself. <laughs> Amen. Meaning this, that the world is going to go through a transition. What our natural eyes see now. Amen. Our eyes will change. Everything would change. And that's what the word of God is really all about. Amen. It's a changing agent. The Bible, the word itself, is a changing agent. If you don't believe me, amen, that woman that had, 
went before an unjust judge about on behalf of her son. And the Bible said that this was a judge that did not fear God. Amen. He didn't care anything about God, but she kept going. She was persistent. She was insistent that she, he would relieve her son so he can be with his mother. The Bible said that finally the judge got weary. Amen. In other words, she got on his last nerve. Come on, talk to me, somebody. And in order to get rid of that woman, he answered her prayer. Gave her what she asked for. The Bible said, you have not, because you what? Ask not. And then he said, many times when we ask, we ask what? Amiss. In other words, we don't even believe what we're asking for. And I stopped by to tell you on this day that even in the midst of we not knowing always how or when to ask for things, God is a provider. He is a supplier for all of the things that we might ever need. These five verses today, amen, I thought, amen, as it, amen, began to minister to me during this season of Thanksgiving. I want you to know that everybody in here have many things to give God thanks for. Amen. All of us have something that we can give God thanks for. What does the word thanks, amen, mean? It means, amen, to show some kind of gratitude, some kind of appreciation, some kind, amen, of joy and peace, amen, that somebody thought enough of you to do something that they did not have to do. And I believe most of us in here were perhaps were raised with the same kind of parents that had this one mentality, and that is that whenever somebody do something good for you, the least you can do is tell them thanks. Can I get a witness in here? So just think about it, amen. Who woke you up this morning? It was God. We, we woke up owing him a thanks for waking us up this morning. My brothers and my sisters, amen, as Paul writes, amen, this call to praise psalm. In other words, he called himself to a praise because he thought about the many things that, amen, God had brought him through, amen, amen, brought him through, brought him through, amen. This is what David was saying here, amen, a praise, amen, to our Lord. Now, it didn't say Jesus. It didn't say Christ. It says our Lord. Can I get a witness in there? I'm going to do it again. It said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Again, it didn't say Jesus. And it didn't say Christ. There's a reason why it didn't say Jesus. And it didn't say Christ. Let me tell you, since you asked. You were going to ask anyway. <laughs> because it's simple. See, God will not, God will not live in an apartment. He will only move in a house. I'm going to let that soak. God will not live in an apartment, but he will only move and live in a house. 
Okay? And let me tell you what that is. Because if you serve in two masters, it's an apartment. Hello? And he know it will never be his because another God is in there. Notice what he said. My spirit will not dwell in an unclean place. So, Lord, is this, when you have given him all. You ever heard, land, Lord? Land, Lord. You pay who? So, who you bring your tithe to? That's who your landlord is. Am I making sense to you now? So this is what happened to us. We are living in a, an apartment and want Jesus and want the Lord. Want, the Lord ain't coming, I'm going to tell you that now. Because the Lord is this. Let me tell you, if you notice, if you all notice this, so you got to follow the flow of the Bible. In the gospel, it is Jesus. Okay? It is Jesus. And she shall bring forth her firstborn, and his name shall be called what? Emmanuel, God with man. In other words, Jesus. Okay? That's what that is. That's in the gospel. But as we go on into the epistles, then you're going to start seeing Jesus Christ. And as we migrate through the scripture, going closer to Revelation, and there are some practical, practical, amen, epistle, and then there are some doctrinal epistle, okay? Now, practical, amen, epistle is general epistle. And I'll give you one of the books, that's the general epistle. That's 1 that's, that's, uh, Corinthians. And Paul was talking about marriage. He said, not Christ, but I. Can I get who it is? <laughs> but, Christ, but, but Paul was so close to Christ, and there was nobody else to be we can get some information from. And he was so into Christ, and Christ was so into him. And it, it, it was the same thing that Jesus said to uh, Peter uh, as he gave, gave the keys. He said, whatever you bind on earth. I'll do what? Bind it in heaven. Whatever you lose, I'll lose it in heaven. Y'all so quiet up in here. Amen. But it's okay. It's okay. Because one thing I do know that when you're quiet, you're going to hear something. So th th these are things. So now when you get into the, the doctrinal epistles, hear me, hear me very well. That means because you grow into the Lord. Hello. You, we, we grow in Christ. It's just like a baby, amen. When the baby is first birthed and born, you got to do everything for the baby. Everything. So if any man be in Christ, he's a new what? Creature. In other words, he told Nicodemus, you must be what? Born again. Which means he took the birth of a baby to show what new birth would look like. So now, here it is. You got to do everything for the baby. The baby, baby... The baby can't talk, he can't walk, can't tell you nothing. You have to study the baby. 
But eventually, the baby gonna learn how to what? Talk. Gonna learn how to what? Walk. Still gonna fall, but still gonna learn how. That's us too. You follow me? Okay, so now the, the, the doctrinal epistle, let me get out of that. Doctrinal epistle is when Paul said this. When I was a child, I speak of the child. That's in Corinthians. Okay? I understood as a child. He said, I, I, I did like a child. He said, but when I became a man, here it is now, the doctrinal epistle. When you have matured and grown up, you understand now you got to clean your own self. You got to feed your own self. You got to walk on your own leg. You got to do what you got to make up the bed. You got to wash dishes. You got to go to work. You got to cook for yourself. You got to bathe yourself. You got to do everything. Amen. Why? Because mom and dad have trained you how to do it. So now, as a matter of fact, you don't want nobody to do those things for you. So the doctrinal epistle is when you have mature. In other words, you done surrendered all to the Lord. And so now he's saying, I'll move in now. But as long as you got that other slew foot, I won't come in. I'll come by, but I won't live in you. Whew. Y'all gonna y'all you gonna like me after a while. You gonna like because these are some things that happens to the church. Very few pastors take the time out to tell you little stuff like that. See, it's, it's again just know there are general epistles, then there are doctrinal. So what end up being you look over into the doctrinal epistle, you're gonna see Jesus Christ, our Lord. He tags them all, tied them all together. You start off with Jesus. And Christ means the anointed one. But you're going to end up over here with Lord. That means he owns everything about you. Okay, I'm going to open the door of the church. That all right? I don't care what y'all say. I just preached that one. <laughs> Amen. I didn't know I was going to go there, but that's where I ended up. Okay. All right. Let me holler at you a minute. <laughs> now I got to get all the way back here. Psalms 100. <laughs> Look at somebody and tell them, say, amen. Giving, giving the Lord thanks. First one says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye land. That means everybody in this room. That means the birds and the bees, amen, the flower, the trees, and everything, amen. Oh, God of thanks. Because everything was created by God, and without God, there was nothing created that was created. So, in other words, in him we have our Amen. We have our move. We have our, uh, we move in Him, and we have our being in Him. In other words, without Him, there would not be anything that you and I can do. So He says, "Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands, because if it had not been for Him, then there would not be no us. And because He is who He is, we owe Him a praise, and we ought to be glad and be jovial about the fact." That we, man, he gave us a mouth, and with the fruit of our lips, we can give him a praise. 
Amen. It does not matter. Sometimes we look around in church and we think, amen, that back in the day that we were referred to, to the immediate right in the church, those pews that were lined up like that, that would call, be called the amen corners. If you ever noticed that, amen, they have done away in most cases now with amen corners. And the reason why they did away with them, they didn't tell me, but I think they did away with them because they wouldn't get no amens from the corner. And so <laughs> there was no need to have them over there. Amen. So again today, all ye land, that means that everybody in the church ought to have an amen. Everybody in the church ought to be able to make a joyful noise and be thankful unto our God. Why should we be thankful unto him? Because, amen, he loved us so much so until he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I heard, amen, Paul said it like this in the 10th chapter of Romans when he said, Brethren, my heart desire and prayer to God for Israel is, is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they going about, amen, to establish their own way of righteousness. Y'all got that one, don't you? They establishing their own way of righteousness and have not submitted unto the righteousness of God. Amen. I have a little issue right here because this is what we'll do. We, we, most churches will do this. Amen. We got what we call bylaws. Amen. Amen. We got, amen, how you do this and who do that and who da, 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 da. And I'll tell anybody just like this. Amen. If this does not do it, your book won't do it. Amen. It's in the word of God. And if when we learn how, amen, to obey him by what he said, amen, then you don't need your little sidekick book, amen. You put folks in hell because they don't stand like you want them to stand. You put folks in hell because they don't wear the uniform on the right Sunday. You put folks in hell because they don't come to choir rehearsal but yet want to sing on this Sunday morning. Well, I, I, I got news for you today, my brothers and sisters. Amen. You don't, amen, every day that you give God praise, you ought to, amen, be letting them know you are so thankful, amen, for what he has done for you. My brothers and sisters, as I get ready to leave you, amen, verse 1 says, make a joy for Noah. That's the call. He called you to make a joy for Noah. You say, well, the Lord didn't call me. He didn't call you to preach necessarily, but he called you to open your mouth and give him some thanks and some praise. Amen. You might not say, do what I do like I do it. This may not be your call up here, but you got a call right there in that pew. Amen. That your mouth ought to come over every now and then. Amen. And don't care whether the music is playing drums or beating or preachers are preaching. You ought to have your own set of amens. Knowing that God has brought you through many dangers, toils, and snares. You got a call on your life. You got to answer the call. You got to answer the bell. You got to let him know, amen, that since you called me to make a joy for Noah, amen, unto the Lord all you land. He said, don't let, amen, folks on your left side and your right side cause you to miss out on the call of your life. 
Look what he said. He said, make. Amen. Make means you ought to put forth some effort. You ought to have it in your mind made up that, amen, I'm going to church and I'm going to give God a praise. I'm going to open my mouth. I'm going to let him know that I'm so thankful for the turkey that he gave me on Thanksgiving, the cranberry songs, amen, the chicken, the hen, the rooster, the whatever you had, amen, the ham, amen. Be thankful unto God. Why? Because he blessed you to have an appetite. He blessed you to have a table. He blessed you to have a plate and a spoon, fork, knife, amen, to put the food on because there are some folks who slept under the bridge. There are some folks who got no place. They got no napkin. They got no place to wash their hands. You got to be able to understand that the God, he didn't do it because you've been good, because you know you've been dirty and low down too. Amen. But the Lord looked beyond all of your fault, amen, and supplied your every need. Look and tell somebody you got a call. And the call is to make a joyful noise unto the Lord, the one that owns every sight that's in your eyes, the one that owns every step that's in your legs, one that owns every thought that's in your mind, the one that owns every taste bud in your tongue, the one that owns every beat in your heart. Amen. You got to be able to be thankful unto the Lord. Amen. Because, amen, you never know, amen, when the devil will rob you of your praise. The Bible is said here in verse 1, make a joy for noise unto the Lord. He said, all your land. Don't you worry about the other folk. You just make sure you get yours in. Amen. Don't you worry about who. If you busy knowing who didn't and don't praise the Lord, that means you're not praising them. Keep your eyes on your own stuff. Amen. And amen. If you're on a road where nobody's praising, praise enough for the folk that should have been there. Come on, talk to me, somebody. You ought to say, amen, this pew ain't empty. You may not see the other folks. Amen. But I got their praise, my praise, grandma praise, granddaddy praise. I got their praise. And that's why it ain't going to be quiet on this pew. If your pew is quiet, unmute it. Amen. And open your mouth and tell the pew, say, that's for me and my house. We, we're going to serve the Lord. I don't know what y'all come to do today, but I come to tell you, we got to, amen, give thanks unto our God. He deserved to be praised, and that's why you ought to be willing, amen, not only with your hands, amen, you can do it with the stumping of your feet. Not only with your feet, but you can open up your mouth and let God know how much you appreciate what he did all week long. Amen. I said all week long. Amen. Your life has not been, amen, good all week long. Somebody got on your last nerve. Somebody, amen, angry with you, mad at you, don't even like the, you, amen. Some folks up in this church came to shake the devil off, amen. But I come by tonight to tell you, you better learn how to praise God. Stop rolling your eyes at folks and stop looking at them with mean mugging, amen, and talking about what they did, what they didn't do. Well, what are you doing in the house of the Lord? He told me to tell you, make a joy for noise unto the Lord. Everybody in this room ought to have a way of giving God to praise. Your praise may not come always from your mouth and not, may not always come from your hand, may not come from your feet, but it ought to just come from your mind sometimes. When you look back and wonder how for the Lord have brought you from, you can, amen, give God a praise just for being right now. Can I get me a witness in here? 
I don't know how y'all feel, but you got to give God some appreciation and some adoration to let him know, God, I knew it was you. It wasn't my mama, my dad, and my brother, my sister, or auntie, grandmama, grandfather. It wasn't the preacher. It wasn't the deacon. It was you, Lord, because I know every good and perfect gift, it come down from up above. So while I'm here at Mount Pleasant today, amen, I want to make a joyful noise. That's my call. I wish I had a witness in here. Amen. You remember when the old folk was saying like this, hush, listen, somebody is calling my name. And when you, amen, answer to the call, there ought to be some action on your behalf to let the caller know that I hear you calling my name. But look what, amen, David did in verse 2. He said, not only make a joyful noise, amen, in verse 1, verse 2, he says, serve the Lord with gladness. You ought to be happy. Can I get a witness in here? Y'all remember when the children used to sing the song, if you're happy and you know it? You ought to clap your hand. I wish I had a witness in here. They would say, if you're happy and you know it, you ought to stomp your feet. They would say things like that to let you know you got to stir up the gift that is on the inside of you. You got to let, amen, folks know that I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God under salvation. To everyone that believes today, you ought to be willing to be in God's presence. Amen. And give God some thanks. Amen. He says, serve the Lord. What do you mean, serve the Lord? That means if somebody needs your help, then you ought to be willing to help them. I don't care how cute and how pretty and how much your hair do call. If a brother or sister is in need of a helping hand, you ought to forget about yourself and consecrate on him and then serve the Lord. The Bible says you ought to do it with gladness. Some people come to church, amen, they had a rough week at home. They had a rough week on the job. They had a rough week, amen, with family. They had a rough week, amen, with different things going on. But they show up in the church, and they want to have a good time. They, man, the Bible says serve the Lord with gladness. And come before his presence with singing. You cannot sing God's song without feeling good. You cannot sing God's song without having some joy. You cannot sing God's song with a mad look on your face. Because I tell you what, if you, amen, to draw near to him, he'll draw nigh to you. And there is no way in the world you can be mad sitting right there with God. Because God is still in the blessing business. That's why it says, serve the Lord with gladness. In other words, that's why y'all ever, ever wonder why the bathrooms are out front or they're downstairs. You ever wonder why that? Because they're out front so you can get rid of all that mess before you show up in here. I don't know how y'all feel about it tonight. You got to understand that God, amen, is a mighty good God. You, you, you got to come up in here, amen, saying, it's me, O oh Lord. It's me, oh Lord. I'm standing in the need of prayer. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but prayer will change things. Not only will it change things, but it'll change people. That's why he says here in verse 2, serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. You don't have to invite God. He's already here. This is the Lord's house. 
You dedicated to him some hundred and some years ago. And I want you to know whether you see him or feel him or not doesn't mean he's not here. He's waiting on you to get on one accord with your brothers and your sisters. That's why I said, wherever two, three gather together in my name, he declared that he would be one in the midst of us. If Jesus is not on your pew, it's because there's a breakdown somewhere. Can I get me a witness in here? Amen. There may be somebody you have not forgiven yet. There may be somebody, amen, that you have not, amen, apologized to. But I want you to know the Bible says, how can you love God whom you've never seen? And yet you hate me and you see me on a daily basis. He says, serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. And everybody may have, amen, a voice of their very own. You may not have a voice that can sing with the praise team. You may not have a voice that can sing, amen, with the choir. You may not have a voice where you can do solos and amen and duets tonight. But you got a voice that'll fit the shower. So sing in your own shower and wash it down the drain. But God have given everybody one song that they can sing. And amen, and I love it like this. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible, it tells me so. Little one, to him belong. He is, and I am weak, but he is strong. Ain't God all right? I don't know what y'all come to do, but I come to tell you that Jesus is on the main line. Call him up and tell him what you want. In voice for us, I entered into a gate with thanksgiving and into his court with praise. Look into your neighbor, be thankful unto him and bless his name. Hey, God, all right. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I come to tell you that I got a will made of mine and I'm going to let the world know that Jesus is on the main line ain't God alright can I leave y'all and go on back to Lithonia make a joyful noise that's the call serve the Lord that's the consecration know ye that the Lord he is God, it is he had made us, and not we ourselves. We are here people, I wish I had me in there. Look and tell your neighbor, we are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Ain't God all right, and I heard him say, you got to understand that Jesus, is on the main line and if you need anything you can call him up and tell him what you want that is the covering of the lord won't he cover you from all hurt harm and danger won't he put running in your feet and some clapping won't he put it in your hand before i leave y'all tonight 
I got to pull the room, and that's all one question. Anybody in here know Jesus? Is anybody in here ever tried him? And you're living with that, that he all right tonight. Ain't going all right. Anybody in here ever tried him? When you were burning down, anybody ever tried him? With no money in your pocket, but Jesus, won't he show up? Always on time, let me leave y'all. In verse four, he said, enter into his gates, we'll thank him in, and into his courts with some praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. You got to have courage to bless his name. You got to have courage to call on the law. When you got enemy looking down their nose and rolling down at you tonight. But I won't let nothing separate me from the love of God. I wish I had a witness. Ain't it all right? Let me close. But here is verse 5. Verse 5 says, For the Lord is good. The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth to all generations. Can I leave y'all? Has it been good to you? Has it made a way? I come to tell you. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody help me like Jesus. He picked me up and kept me before I fall. Ain't it all right? Can anybody help me call on his name? Do you know him? Have you tried it? What is his name? What's his name? What's his name? What is his name? His name is Jesus. I heard God call say, you can claim a claim 24-7. I heard Prudential say, we a rock, but they don't know this rock. The rock I know is Jesus. He's a rock in a weary land. He's a shelter in time of a storm. Can I get away in there? Ain't it all right? If he been good to you and you ain't too mean, tell your neighbor we come this far by faith. Sometimes we were up, sometimes we were down. But look at me now, I got my praise. Do you have your praise? Do you have your praise? If you got a praise, look at your neighbor and say, since we are in the church, we just ought to have a little church. How many of y'all know a little talk with Jesus makes everything, makes everything, you make it all right. I wish I had a witness. I wish there were two or three people up in Mount Pleasant that know what it is to give God a thank you. Know what it is to give God a praise. 
No one it is to be down. But no, he pick you up to know what it is to be sick. And he heal your body. Can I get a witness? Ain't all right. If I had 10,000 tongues, I'd praise him with every one of them. But since I only got one tongue, I'll praise him 10,000 times. Can I get a witness? Ain't it all right? Be thankful unto the Lord, for the Lord is good. His mercy, his mercy, his mercy endureth to all generations. Ain't it all right? Do you know him? Have you tried it? Let somebody know I love the Lord. He heard my cry and a pity my every groan. Long as I said, long as I live and trouble may rise, I'm gonna hasten to his throne. Good evening. Bye-bye, Mount Pleasant. May the Lord bless y'all real good. But while I got some breath in my body, I'm going to give the Lord thanks. I'm going to let him know he blessed me once and he blessed me twice. When I stop and think about it, he been blessing me all of my life. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? And you're all right. If he been good to you, say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. I know somebody gotta pray on your lips. I know somebody gotta pray in your hand. I know somebody gotta pray in your feet, uh, say yeah. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. You gotta be able to give thanks for all the things that the Lord have done. He's done so much. For me and for you. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. 
Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.